Hey guys, it's Mike from We Are The Batman here. Just want to let you know, we have a new website you guys can go to. Just go to podpage.com slash wearethebatman. That's podpage.com slash wearethebatman. You can get all of our episodes there, get a little more information about us, and most importantly, you can leave us reviews, and you can leave us comments and messages, send us questions and episode ideas, and you can even leave us voicemails. All these great tools are on the website. Head over to podpage.com slash wearethebatman. Batman. We always love to hear from you guys. Head on over there now and check it out. Hey everybody, welcome back to We Are the Batman. I'm Mike. And this is Matthew. So we know that you know we, we know now for a while, in case you haven't heard. James Gunn is running the show over at DC now. Uh, I know. I was shocked, too. Um, and with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 set to come out this year, um, and, you know, James Gunn likes to move actors around from his projects and, and reuse actors he's worked with before. A lot of directors do that. So we thought with Guardians ending and the DC the DCU starting to get off the ground, what would it be like if some of the actors from Guardians of the Galaxy made their way over into the DCU in some way. Um, now, now, obviously, some of them already have in some in some concept. Uh, Sean Gunn obviously played uh, Calendar Man and Weasel in The Suicide Squad. Michael Rooker, I forget the name of his character, uh, was in there. Um, yeah, no idea. I could, not, I could not tell you for the life of me. Uh, so, and, and we know that the actor whose name I am blanking on, who played Mern in Peacemaker, is now playing High Evolutionary in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So we decided, let's take some of the actors from Guardians of the Galaxy and see if we can find a way to work them into the DCU. The, the one rule just kind of being, if they're in Peacemaker or The Suicide Squad, we're not going to touch them because odds are, after the Flash reset, those are probably going to still the same, still be the same. Also, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, probably not going anywhere. Um, so beyond that sky's kind of the limit for us. Um, and we, we had an excellent phone call last night, uh, finalized <laughs> about this where, man, I struck some gold. Let me just tell you, some of these are going to make people upset probably and make them want to throw things. It's kind of why we do the show. Um, yes. we get into this, uh, Matt, how are you? Let's just go into the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. All right, I'm going to let you go first then. What the, give me one off your list. Okay. Uh, I think the one that is, I don't want to say it's my favorite, but the one that I'm like, yeah, let's do that. Um, I cast Dave Batista as Orion. Oh, good. Okay, cool. I, and I, I like that. There's a reason why, and I think I told you on the phone, I'll, I'll play with it now. It was like, I think yeah. I even... I did that because I kept trying to think of like I, the thing we talked about on the phone is I didn't want to do like Chris Pratt is Superman, Bradley mm -hmm. Cooper is Batman, you know, Karen Gillan is Batgirl. Like I wanted to do things that we wouldn't do that 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 are not the norm. Yeah. So I kind of played with that, and and Dave Bautista as Orion, I was like, you know, that sounds really cool because I kept trying to think of characters, and then it led me on a very brief curveball of should I just cast a Mister Miracle movie? <laughs> and use all of the Guardians of the Galaxies. And, and the only thing that the only problem was like the only thing that really worked outside of Dave Batista was Michael Rooker as Granny Goodness. <laughs> I want to hate that, but that's that's so good. Like on paper, that is so funny. <laughs> but 
the problem was I couldn't picture anybody else in the rest of the roles. Like that was yeah. it, 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 like I could have easily done the thing of like, well, Chris Pratt leads everything, so he should be scot free. But I just like there was nobody I could figure. Mm. None of these actors I could buy as Mr. Miracle. So yeah. I was like, ah, forget it. I mean, I could do it, but I'm like, so I had a lot of fun. But all that to say, like Orion and the way he acts, Dave Batista and some of the other things I've seen him in, I think would be perfect for mm. Orion. Yeah, Dave Batista is one of those is one of those wrestlers turned actors who every time he does something, he gets just a little bit better. Um, you know, we we we've talked before about like if you if you have not seen the video, it's on Marvel's YouTube channel of him doing his screen test with Chris Pratt for the first Guardians movie. Like he was already so locked into what Drax needed to be. It's actually like the screen test is hilarious. Um, but also he goes on to have like a very small role at the beginning of Blade Runner 2049, where his acting is spectacular. I have not seen this new Shyamalan movie yet, but I've heard he's very good in it. I've heard he's very good in Glass Onion. Like he just gets better every time. And I want to see him do more things. And you know, he he did an interview where he somebody brought up the idea of him playing Bane in James Gunn's DCU, and he's like, "I'd like to, but James needs younger actors for yeah. starting something fresh." Which kind of hurt my heart to hear because I was like, oh, "That would be so good." <laughs> yeah, but that also means they've had the conversation. It also means they've had the conversation. And I was like, "Yeah, well, in James- a different world, yes, but yeah. Batman is going to be this, and that doesn't work." And James Gunn really went to bat for Dave Batista. Like Dave Batista and James Gunn are thick as thieves now because of the the the, the chance James took on Dave for Guardians. Um, when the when James Gunn was initially fired from DC a couple of years ago, Dave Batista was the first one to come out and say like I'll walk. He's like I will walk. Yeah. Um, he was ready to walk up to to break his contract because that's how much. Uh, James Gunn means to him you know Dave Batista is just one of the sweetest guys in Hollywood and uh, and he should be protected at all costs do Um, do you remember who was cat who was up for Drax before he got on board no it was Jason Momoa oh but he I I, the rumor was he turned it down because he wanted they weren't willing to pay him what he wanted but yeah he was up for Drax wow that would have been a very different movie with him as Drax well, it's funny too I because Samoa, but... the only film he had done up to that point was Conan, and then that horrible bullet to the head, Sylvester Stallone. And I was like, "Bro, you're you're asking for more money." But at the same time, look what happened with Aquaman. So maybe it's, he deserves. Yeah, it. it's also weird that they would the Disney wouldn't want to shell out the money because like the dude was Cal Drogo from Game of Thrones. Like, like that was huge. Like that made his career. Um, but anyway, that's. We're not talking about That's, Jason. Yeah, we're not we're talking about um, so I also uh picked Dave Batista. I have I so I only picked like four or five actors, but I have like two or three ideas for who they could play. <laughs> Go. Um, so for Dave Batista, one of these is gonna make people feel weird. One of these is actually kind of a cheat because we talked about it on another episode, but one of them is Solomon Grundy. Yes, because we talked about him in our 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 HBO pitches. Um Another one, it's not my favorite one I picked for him, but I can see him pulling him off, is, is Mr. Freeze. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the one that I think people are gonna think is is out of the out of their out of my mind, but the more I think about it, the more I love it is Dave Batista as Hugo Strange. 
that would be different yeah it would be very different uh, right like visually i'm just i'm picturing the head shape the jawline the stature and then just a beard and yeah. i'm like i could i could see him looking like a good hugo strange and i'd be really interested to see like that would be a really great chance for him to flex like some acting yeah. jobs i i think because we've only had one live action Hugo Strange, and that was B.D. Wong on Gotham. It was fine. It, yeah. it wasn't the worst thing in that show. Um, and as we talked about before with The Dark Knight Rises, the original plan for that movie was for it to be about Hugo Strange. And I think they were looking at Robin Williams for that, which would have been a choice. Um, I don't know. Dave Batista, I just I think he could nail it. I think he could nail, nail all three of these, but I really want to see him as Hugo Strange. I think that's a cool idea. And it's so different for him. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, you know, sometimes going like, duh, Bane, duh. Yeah. But do something different. Like, does he want to do the duh one? You know what I mean? I'm sure he doesn't want, he wants to get paid. But right. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, he just wants to have fun and make movies and, and, and cash a paycheck. But he also is one of those guys, he said in interviews, he's like, he really like is taking acting seriously. Like he wants to get better. Um, and like, he knows he's not a leading man uh, at this point in his career. He knows he's got a lot of work to do. He's very humble. I love that. about yeah. him. Um, I just, I don't know. I got the, the Hugo strange idea in my head and I can't get it. It's, it's like Michael Shannon is two face. I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> yeah. Totally understandable. Um, all right. It, so what's another one for you? Uh, this one that kind of surprised me because I did, I did, let's see. I did seven actors, but I only picked one per. Okay. So it'd be easy for me. Sure. Bradley Cooper is my next one. And I picked a vigilante, but not the vigilante from Peacemaker, the cowboy version. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, that exists. Either make it make it like a western or make it yeah. like a period thing or make it like whatever. I just I don't know why, like that hit my head that I was just like, yeah, that guy does exist. And that would be great. Like let's, let's have him go up against my, my Willem Dafoe Jonah hex that I pitched for my Solomon Grundy show. There you there go. We go. <laughs> but I just like something about him and the cowboy and that blue with the red scarf and the white hat. I mean, he could pull off the hat he did in a born to whatever. Born. Born. Yeah. There you go. Whatever. Yeah. I never saw it, but I saw pictures. Um, but yeah, dude, it's Bradley Cooper, man. He's, he's, He's one of those guys who I have consistently underestimated and he's overperformed. Mm -hmm. Like if you had told me he would make a great face in the A team, I'd have been like, eh, I don't know about that. But he was awesome in that. I love that movie, by the way. Um you are one of five. Yeah, I know. He's <laughs> not know. popular. <laughs> I've yeah. never seen it. it. Dude, if you like the losers, you're gonna like the A team. Okay. Well, that's well, the A team is why the losers didn't do well at the box office because everybody was like, it's just A team. And it's like, yeah, but yeah. shut up. Yeah. <laughs> But but no, I just I don't know why that popped up my head, and I was like, yeah, why not? That sounds fun. So I also picked Bradley Cooper for something. I I have two for him now. One of them is kind of a duh, um, and that's Hal Jordan. It just yeah, it, but that's too easy. The one that I picked that's a little out of left field is uh, uh Bradley Cooper is Black Mask. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let him be a villain. Let him have some fun. Because I, I think we were robbed of Ewan McGregor as Black Mask because that that should have been, like, amazing. Ewan, Ewan McGregor as Black Mask should have been so good. And and the Birds of Prey movie was just such a hot mess. 
Yes. Yeah, I, I forget that movie came out sometimes. It just it was just such a it was so all over the place and they, they were so inconsistent with what they were doing with him. So I feel like we got robbed of a really what could have been a cool black mask. I, I don't know. Yeah, Brett Brad could play a bad guy. Um, and I think black mask, like there's a level of sleaziness. He could still kind of do a variation of his rocket raccoon voice for it. Yeah. Do the Joe Pesci as Black Mask? Yeah, I think that <laughs> I think that'd be cool because we've seen a little bit of him being I hate to use the word unhinged, but if you've ever seen Silver Linings Playbook, he plays a guy with with bipolar disorder, yeah. and there's there's a few times where you know he he's manic and he's just kind of a little off the rails and 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 he's not evil, but he's just he's just kind of a mess. And um, you mix that in with kind of just the sleazy snarkiness that is Rocket Raccoon, and it's like ah, it's Black Mask. That's yeah. black mask. Slick his hair back and, and and yeah, that'd be great. Um, all right. So what's another one you got? Uh, see, I'm gonna go. I'm, I think I'm gonna save some of the ones that I like a lot till later. Okay. Um, this is an easy one. Like, a, I mean, I say easy, but Vin Diesel is Mongol. Sure. But, I didn't. I didn't cast Vin Diesel in anything. Yeah. I, I just kind of did that. Like he's on the team. It's. Mongols, one of those characters that is so rarely used, but I'm just like, of anybody in the DC universe that Vin Diesel could maybe pull off, it'd be Mongol, which is just have a deep voice and be a big guy and try and fight Superman and lose. So yeah, that 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 was it. So that's all. Yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, what's, what's another one you got? Uh, Kurt Russell. Who'd you? I know you are chomping at the bit to tell me who you had. Kurt Russell. I'm saving as. Kurt Russell for the end. <laughs> okay, you want me to save it then? Let's save him for the end. Um, all okay. right. So, uh, I've got Zoe Saldana. Um, yes. now the obvious pick is Catwoman, so Correct. we're not doing that. Um, Correct. so I came up with three for her. Uh, one is Vixen. Okay. Because I think she's a she's a cool character. Got a little bit of her in in CW stuff, and and what they did with her in the show was was on. It was fine. There was nothing wrong with it. Um, but it's just a cool one. Um, another one. This is kind of this is kind of different. A uh, huntress. Okay. Yeah. I think she'd be a cool huntress. And then also Zatanna, because we're getting Swamp Thing. Okay. And and I think specifically for what she did in like the losers. Like, we've mentioned the losers a lot on this show lately. Um, I, I think she. I think Zatanna or Huntress are kind of like right up the alley of what she was doing in um in The Losers. And it's yeah. it is it is way past time that Zoe Saldana was in like a DC a proper I, I know everyone counts the losers as her DC property, but like she needs a real strong proper DC role and then she's got to do a Star Wars and then she'll have then she'll have covered the gamut of nerd trifecta. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah I, she that was a harder one to cast for me. She, I think I think I had a harder time casting her other than Kurt Russell. Um, because there was a lot of roles where it was like it was either too obvious or it just didn't seem like because I thought about like like Talia or Nisa. I was just like, See, that's what I did. I did Talia Al Ghul. I have a second one for her okay. that gives away a different one that I'll tell later. But yeah, Talia Al Ghul was like I was like, Yeah, no, that that would be cool because you have that it'd work. I mean, she'd be good. It's Zoe Saldana. She's going to be good no matter what. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I've seen her have chemistry with people she shouldn't, and she always pulls it off. So no matter who you cast as Batman, she's going to work as Talia. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Uh, you got another one? Uh, I have Karen Gillan. I do, too. What do you got? I picked her for Black Canary. Okay. 
took a different route than I was going. Uh, 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 pitch me on that one. Uh, uh, Jumanji. I like see. Just, that, that, that's what led me to a different one for, for her. Yeah. But, uh, but I mean, I, I mean, I get it. Well, because I kept thinking like, because I nearly was almost cast Green Arrow. And I was like, no, I don't like, I don't know. But it, just something about her as Black Canary. I was like, she, she's she got the acting chops. She's She's got the, the build if you want to be weird about it. And like, she's always awesome. She can do action. She's done action so many different times. And um, yeah, I just, I like the character of Black Canary. I think she is horribly underused. Yeah. Um, you know, that was the, the coolest thing about Batman Brave and the Bold was that she actually, that character got to shine so much. Yeah. So to see that would be cool. And I just thought like, that was just one of those characters where Karen, like I said, I don't want to do like, oh, Batgirl because she's a redhead, you know? Yeah. So no, Black Canary, dude. I just was like, it just hit me. And I was like, why not? That sounds fun. I left Black Canary alone because like as much as a, of a mess that movie was, I liked, um, like yes, no, I liked the girl. They had. So many, small Thank lady. you. Yeah, I thought she was great. So that's why oh. I kind of left. I left that one alone because I was like, mm, I liked her. She was fine. <laughs> she was the best thing in that movie. She was absolutely the best thing in that movie. Like, well, I want that show with her. Yeah, like give her a spin. She's one of the ones that when they've been when people have been talking about the DC reset, everyone's saying like, please keep her. We like her. Um, I so I have two for Karen Gillan, and one of them's kind of a cheat. Okay. Um, because it's for the Matt Reeves Batman, not for the DCU. <laughs> so if I'm gonna have her in the DCU with you know under the James Gunn umbrella, um, I would pick her as Poison Ivy. Okay. Not just because she's a redhead, but because there's a there's an intensity she gives off as Nebula that yeah. when you look at the more modern interpretations of Poison Ivy, I think she would do very well. And she has this kind of snarkiness uh, about her that I really like. You see it a lot when she's in Doctor Who, um, that when you look at even like um, the animated version on the Harley Quinn show, like I, that Lake Bell is the voice of, I'm like, oh, Karen Gillan could pull these jokes off expertly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I could see that. So that's that. So she's in the DCU. I'd want her as Poison Ivy. If I if I got to have her in Matt Reeves' universe, I'd want her to be Andrea Beaumont, the Phantasm. Oh yeah, no, that's that's a good one. I like that. I like because that a lot. There, she's about the same age as Robert Pattinson, give or take. Um, Phantasm is such a cool idea for a character that outside of Mask of the Phantasm has not been used. She. Yeah just in the last year became canon in the comics as the phantasm and um the only other time she's ever really mentioned other than that crappy epilogue justice league thing with batman beyond um is in and i know you don't know this because you haven't played the games but in arkham origins when you're in the bat cave on one of bruce's workbenches are is a is, is mail and there's a postcard from andrea oh um, wow you can like zoom in on and so that's that's super cool it's i think it'd be a cool i think she'd be a cool foil for uh for battinson um because i i ultimately feel like in the battinson storyline that part three i think the ultimate culmination of this story is going to be hush i really do feel like that's the direction we're headed yeah he he was talking about it matt reeves or something right so i i haven't heard it's just i don't know there were there were some there was stuff in in the batman that was probably easter eggy and nothing else 
but I can totally see it being the early seeds for something else coming along. Um, yeah. But just the idea of, because like, I've watched Mask of the Phantasm recently, especially after Kevin Conroy passed away, and it just made me think, like, Karen would be so good at this. She's, yeah. she Because, again, she's got the physicality. She's a beautiful woman. She's got the sort of sassiness to her that Andrea had. Um, you know, if you've seen her in things like Oculus, you know, she can do really strong emotional performances as well. I mean, we've seen that with Nebula too. Um, but yeah, I just, I think that's a cool character. And I think if anyone's gonna like take a shot at a deep cut character like Phantasm, I think Matt Reeves has a chance to really make it work. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of my cheat for Karen Gillan, but I, I, I like that. I like the Andrea Phantasm one for her a lot. I think that's perfect. Yeah, I can see that. I can totally see that. Yeah. All right. Do we do we want to do our Kurt Russells now? Is that what you have left? <laughs> I mean, I, I have Chris Pratt, but I want to save that for last. Unless you want to do Kurt oh, Russell last. Let's do Kurt Russell last because we both have it. Okay. I'll go ahead and do Chris Pratt because I'm curious what you're going to do here. <laughs> I cast Chris Pratt as Tom Strong. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. <laughs> what <laughs> i've never heard the name tom strong in my life oh such a tom strong is one of the wildstorm characters he's the so oh i've i've seen him i just don't know anything about him okay yes. i'm looking at him right now on google yeah he's um it's kind of a so back when wildstorm was at its peak jim lee got alan moore to come and create a new superhero universe mm. and tom strong was one of these characters he's kind of like a doc savage ish he's raised in a different area a different place and he's super intelligent super strong it's just like this action adventure guy like indiana jones and captain america and the phantom all combined into one okay and um you know he he's he's a little more stalwart than we've seen chris pratt usually be but looking at as much as those Jurassic Park, the first Jurassic Park Dominion or whatever it was called. Oh, Jurassic World. Yes, Jurassic World. Yeah. As much as that movie was kind of, uh, he's fantastic in it. And watching him in that, I was like, yeah, he could easily be Tom Strong. Um, which went back to my my kind of joking casting of Zoe Zadania as his wife, Dahlia. <laughs> or Delua, who was like this. <laughs> I was like, that, sure, why not? They have great chemistry in this uh in, in guardians like why she, she could be his wife again i guess why not if you're going to go that route but no i just thought him as tom strong would be hilarious um, you know I'm, I'm not saying i want this to happen <laughs> but i could totally see him as green arrow i don't I, I don't love it but i could see it working yeah i played with like like he could have been to me, Chris Pat could also be Hal Jordan, but you'd get the Ryan Reynolds Hal Jordan. Uh, not the, yeah. So we, we we need we need you know hardened badass Hal Jordan. See, there is a small part of me, and I I think I mentioned this a couple episodes ago, and I did it in one of my previous things of like Chris. There's some something about Chris Pratt as Superman, I intrigues me, but he would have to like. He would have to do what Chris Evans does as Captain America, yeah. which is to totally slip out of the swagger standard thing yeah. and play that thing. Chris Chris uh, Pratt would have to do if he could even do it, you know? But here's, here's what we do. We have him show up in lanterns as Guy Gardner and get wiped out in the same scene. He's like, 
yeah. Like just just as just as a joke. Like he just shows yeah. up with the goofy vest and everything. It's like, hey guys, what's going on, dude? I'm so excited, Womp, and just yeah. gets murked by whatever it is they're dealing with. <laughs> and I also I also had a moment of like, could he be Lobo? It's like, no, he couldn't be Lobo. No, no. There's that a very work. short list of people that can pull off Lobo. Yeah, and one, and of, one of them's Aquaman. And one of them's Aquaman. <laughs> Here's an idea for that: bring back the original voice actor and just just CG the character. I would I, I, actually the only other person I could think about that would be fun doing it is Joe Maganello. Yeah, but I want him as Deathstroke so bad. Yeah, I I, I I know it's it is. Gone. I know it's gone. <laughs> I know we're never getting it back, and it makes me so sad because Joe Maganello as Deathstroke to me is like Patrick Stewart as Professor X level casting. It's like yeah, yeah that's too good, and. Oh, we didn't get it. Anyway, anyway. Um, all right. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. <laughs> I'm making you go first. I am going last. No, nope, you're going first. You're going first. Oh, uh, okay. I've got did three. you have one or two? You have three? Okay. I have three. Because right, I thought of another one. All right. So the one that I could not remember last night that I was okay. texting you about is Rick Flagg Sr. Because he's totally, going to be in yes. Creature Commandos. Yes. I can yes. totally see him as what's his face is dead. Yes um so there's Perfect. that one the next one i thought of because i was like gr grumpy old man characters in dc there's a lot of them so the next one i came up with was wildcat that's who i picked that's who you picked yeah that's that one that one almost seems too easy he's got the jaw he's got the ability he's got everything it'd be great the last one i came up with and this is the one that actually i'm very proud of is uh, is kurt russell as jay garrick i was close yeah because I, I almost thought Bradley Cooper is Jay Garrick, but I was—he's okay. not old enough. He's not old enough. And I just the more the more I kept—it was one of those. The more I kept thinking about it, the more I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I loved I I the one of the one of the best things that the Flash TV show did was John Wesley Ship as Barry's dad, and then also using him as Jay Garrick. I was like, that is that is excellent. That is very yeah. good, and it was always very good. Kurt Russell just as that crotchety retired Flash who wants to get back in the game but totally can't. Yeah, that's got Kurt Russell it, written all over it, man. I, I still say twenty years ago, fifteen years ago, Kurt Russell as Lobo just would have been crazy, weird, and fantastic. Twenty years ago, <laughs> yes. Twenty years ago, I probably would have cast him as. Oh Jesus! I mean. Dude, yeah, just like seeing him do the, you know, the the Jack Burton esque Lobo, yeah, of like, you know, that whole like that laugh he has, you know, and just as Lobo, so I'm the main man, you know. You know, you know what, man? Twenty years ago, I would have picked him for his Lex Luthor. See, and I, I'm not, I'm not kidding. Twenty years ago, Kurt Russell, I would have picked him as Lex Luthor. I, I he was on my list as Batman for a while there, mm -mm. back in the late '90s. I, I wanted him as Batman. Like I don't just, know about that one, but just like the absurdity of him in the suit doing the like, you know, you know, what does Batman always say at a time like this? You know, <laughs> Robin runs in and flips over him, and he looks at Robin. He looks at you know Bane. He says, "What the hell?" And then they just both <laughs> jump him. Well, even when you texted me last night, like like Kurt Russell is Thomas Wayne Batman. I don't hate that. I yeah. don't, I don't hate that idea. I actually considered it at one point. <laughs> uh, I was like, mm, I. I don't hate that idea, but no, I, I think of the three I got, like, I think, I think Rick Flagg senior is, is a, a, a kind of 
right along the right lines. I think Wildcat is almost too obvious, um, but it would still be great. But yeah, I just him as Jay Garrick, just it's just it's just it's, just it's living in my head and it's not going anywhere. So I think I think just that weird Wildcat from JLU that has like the soft spot for Black Canary. So like you know Kurt Russell and Karen Gillan mm-hmm. in a team up film or a team up show that yeah. sounds fantastic. Absolutely, man. Um, it was it was so weird because you mentioned Kurt Russell last night, and I was like, no, I can't see anything Kurt Russell. But wait a minute, wait a minute. I yeah. have three. Okay. Um, so what do you got for Kurt Russell? Because I know you said Wildcat was one. That was that was the only one I had. That was the only one you picked. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> they, they tried to do Wildcat on CW, and it it was okay, and then they just kind of abandoned it halfway through the season, and he never came back. And I was like, oh, I'm starting to warm up to it a little bit, but. Um, but he was he was a big part of uh, of a couple episodes of Brave and the Bold, and he was obviously did a thing in JLU as well. Um, it's it, Wildcat's a cool character because because there is that kind of like the idea of a hero who hasn't changed with the times and is kind of yeah. stuck in his heyday. Um, and Kurt Russell's just at that age, but he's still such a fit dude for a guy his age. Yeah. You know, he could yeah, Wildcat. Sexy I'm, Santa. He's sexy, sexy Santa. He's sexy Santa. I mean, they even said that when they were doing the, the de-aging on him for Guardians Volume 2, they were like, we didn't have to do much because he's yeah. just aged unbelievably well. Um, yeah, well, that was like, that was the thing I think I was, he was one of those characters that when they said the Justice Society was going to be in Black Adam, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I wonder how they're going to do him. And then he wasn't in it at all. No, that's another item on a long list of problems with that movie. Um, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, I, I tried to think of something for for Chris Pratt. I'm kind of over Chris Pratt being in everything right now, so I think that's part of the reason why I didn't pick him. Um, Vin Diesel, I was like, eh, and, and again, like you know, Michael Rooker and Sean Gunn. You know, Sean Gunn's playing two characters already, um, and uh, and Michael Rooker, you know, he dies, but you know, who's to say? Um, and then, dude, I I know who Sean Gunn can be. Batmite. <laughs> sure. Look, because 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 it's true. Because for for Weasel, it's all CGI. It was just mocap. So, um, him as Calendar Man was weird. I was like, oh, that's that's how we're doing Calendar Man. I hope yeah. that gets I hope that gets reset. Ah, so you could do more with Calendar Man than just a a bad joke. But yeah, well, not a bad joke, but a stupid joke. Um. And then everybody, I'm trying to think of who else. Like, yeah, like Lee Pace, I didn't really think of anything for. Josh Brolin, I kind of left alone. Um, I thought about pulling in Nathan Fillion, but I'm sure they're going to give him something. Well, he was in The Suicide Squad. He died, but he was in The Suicide Squad. He says he didn't die. When they asked him, and he he was like, no, you you see him spitting up blood, but you don't actually see him die. He died. And I was like, okay, Nathan. I I don't know, man. that's, that's, That's stretching it, buddy. Yeah, there was him, um, you know, John C. Riley. you know, I, I don't know. There's a Benicio Del Toro. Like, there was a, I mean, it, it got into, like, how far into the Guardians cast we want to get with yeah. this. Yeah, Um, I kind of tried to just pull from the big ones. Um, but, yeah, like like I said, like, I, I was a little over uh, Chris Pratt being in everything nowadays. Yeah. So, Oh, um, we forgot Palm. What the, the girl I tried plays. so hard to find something for her. I really did. I tried to. I thought about her for Talia. Uh, I tried to come up with something for Palm Clementif, and I just nothing, nothing was grabbing me. 
Um, I like her a lot. I really do. She's so good as Mantis, and I just I couldn't. I couldn't come up with something and I felt is, so bad. Is it racist if we cast her as Shiva? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Well, no, she's French. Um, oh, okay. I don't know. I, I thought about a couple different ones and just nothing, nothing screamed at me. Nothing made yeah. me go like, oh yeah. Like, like, it's not like I had a, oh shit moment. Like I did with Kurt Russell. So yeah. Well, and the problem too is like you get Wonder Woman, you mm-hmm. get Batgirl. Mm-hmm. And then there's just not really a lot of big female characters in the DC. And if there are, they're all villains. Yeah. You got Black Canary, you know, just like, because Marvel's almost as bad, you know, like they have, I mean. All comic books in general are, are bad about that yeah. kind of thing. Well, I mean, the thing with this is like all the good, strong female characters in Marvel are in the X-Men. <laughs> fair. So, but no, yeah, I can't think of anything off the top. I tried. Of my head I really her. did. I was like, because she's so good, and I, 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 I got nothing. Um, but again, it started getting into like, okay, I'm not going to try to like, like, okay, what am I going to do next? Cast Seth Green or something because he was Howard the Duck in two scenes. Like, yeah. Also, where's his movie? <laughs> yeah. we'll um, see. Where's 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 his uh, where's his one Disney, hour uh, Disney Plus special? Disney Plus special. I'd watch it. Where was he in the Where was he in the holiday special? Um, where was he in the holiday special? I love that we're getting Cosmo, but anyway, um, that's another thing. Yeah, I look this. James Gunn likes to keep working with people over and over again. He likes to he likes to bring back actors he gets along with. I have no doubt in my mind we are going to see Dave Batista in the DCU in some in some capacity. Oh, yeah. James Gunn loves Dave Batista, and Dave Batista loves James Gunn they just got to find the right role for him. And, and yeah. I'm sure that they're having conversations every day. Um, I think that I think of anybody on this list, he is the most likely to get something, uh, something be noteworthy. Dude, him as wildcat. Why not? I dude, I'd watch it. I, yeah, yeah I'd watch it. I, I'm, I'm into that. There's a lot you can do with Dave Batista. Um, yeah. Hell, make him Alfred. No, don't make him Alfred. <laughs> he looks good in a suit, even though even even though Spectre wasn't my favorite James Bond movie. He looks good in a suit. Um, he was he was in this. It's called Master Z. It was like mm-hmm. a spinoff of It Man. He plays the bad guy, but the good guy. Like halfway through the movie, you realize like, oh, he's the villain. And he was nice and charming. And you're like, dude, this guy looks good in like a 40s era suit. Yeah. Club owner, nice guy, and then like when he has to fight the dude at the end, you're like, oh yeah, he would kill that guy. <laughs> he's, a, he's a snappy dresser. David yeah. is a snappy dresser. I think yeah, I think out of everybody we've gone through, I think I think he's the most likely one to see before anybody else. Um, that is correct. In the DCU. So, um, but yeah, that's what we that's what we think, guys. Those are that's what we think as far as like getting the Guardians actors over into the DCU, or in my case, uh, the the Matt Reeves verse as well. Um, we'd love to hear what you guys think. We'd love to hear your ideas. Uh, so please head on over to our website, podpage.com slash we are the Batman. You can fill out the contact form there. Questions, comments, criticisms, concerns, ideas. Leave us a voicemail. Uh, Matt, where else can they find us? Go to www.facebook.com slash group slash fanboy junction with a K. Um, I you know, po- post the episodes there. I'll put this one up there and ask everybody else, like, wh- where would you put the Guardians actors in the DCU? And let's have a conversation about it. Absolutely. You guys can also find the show on Twitter at We Are the Batman. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Mike Shea. And you can find me at Mr. J Ninja. That is going to do it for this week's episode of We Are the Batman. Tune in next time, folks. Same bat time, same bat podcast channel. Bye.